The Third Magpie by M.S. Clements Read by Hannah Timms Episode 14 Finn He was virtually certain he would leave Sophie. It was for the best. He repeated the phrase, his daily mantra, silently chanting it to himself when she dressed for work, again when she kissed him goodbye, and then later once more when she snuggled up to him on the sofa after a long day. He was doing the right thing, returning home to his parents. That was the only way to free her and to give her the opportunity to live a life again. He'd do it before his father-in-law's birthday. That way, Sophie could be consoled by all those eligible bachelors and widowers whose names Michelle loved to drop into any conversation. She'd be happily married to one in no time and he would be but a memory. Leaving Sophie would be a kindness and the only way she could regain any form of happiness. The repatriation programme was nothing but a formality. He just needed to request the form, fill it out this time. He would be home for the summer and the peace of calm top field would be waiting for him. The only thing that was waiting for him at that particular moment was Catherine Fry. She would be sitting in her comfortable cell anticipating his arrival. He wondered what ordeal she intended to place before him this time. It had become easier to deal with recently. He accepted her demands with smiles and dutiful obedience. The remaining terms would speed by. It was only four months until the exams and he would be free of her. Once back in Melbourne, he would be at liberty to read whatever he liked listen to whatever he wanted, and to freely associate with whomever he pleased. He fantasised about going on holiday to the beach. Do a bit of surfing, maybe take a road trip to see all the places he refused to visit when he was younger. It was impossible for his anxiety monsters to be any more terrifying than the living, breathing beasts of New Albany. Tuesday, 22nd of February. I think I am in love. Her name is Connie Reed. I want to be her, live like her, taste the pleasure that lies beyond my grasp. I want her freedom. I want to be held by someone who loves me and wants me. Not my name, not the power and position, but me. Just me. It was all about pretense. Finn, the actor with decades of experience. His current role, give life and body to 568216, the happy and relaxed tutor. He would master the part, regardless of the panic raging through him. He'd allowed the character to consume him, softening the edges of the torturous lesson. A portrayal steeped in method, obliterating the restrictions. The general audience were locked out of her sitting room theatre and he was alone, on her stage, with no one listening, no one watching. A forgotten hour of freedom, three times a week. The young Lolita had been usurped by the culture and finery of Connie Reed, Lawrence's heroine no more legal than Nabokov's. Finn was past caring, and read the lines to make Cat wish she too could be that Lady Chatterley. Do you think her life was better than mine, five, six, eight, two, one, six? She asked him. 
it was a different time and we can't look at the past with those famous rose-tinted glasses. There is good and bad with every era. Connie was privileged, as are you, Miss Fry. Privilege has its own price, Cat sat up. Then again, why should you understand that? Finn reddened. He'd strayed from the script. Adlib was not permitted on this stage. You're right, Miss Fry, I don't know. His pupil nodded and lay back against the sofa arm, her head resting on her fur cushion and her legs stretched out along the full length of the chair. Finn, obedient as ever and back in character, continued reading. He was her comedian, her thespian, her automaton, wound up and made to perform. It was all temporary. His acting days would be over and he would be free to retire from her stage. There would be no applause and no encore. Shall I continue reading? he asked. No, I feel like music. Finn listened to his pupil hum along to the playlist she'd selected, with his toes involuntarily tapping out the beat, and at times singing along too. The playful lyrics were placing him back into his playroom and his own playlists. Her hand slipped into his and pulled him up. He was not in his playroom and he was not free. His body tensed and his heart pounded to the beat. Catherine's cheek touched his, her voice humming into his ear. He jerked his head away. Don't you like my singing, 568216? Um, yes, you have a tuneful voice. It's just... It's just what? She interrupted. You've changed. I sense it. I can see it in your eyes too. They seem brighter, happier. You won't admit it, will you? Admit what? You enjoy spending your evenings with me. Finn did not answer, but continued to hold her as they danced. The act was consuming him. His performance was award-winning. Tuesday, 2nd of March. I hate my life. Why aren't I allowed to be who I want to be? Who decides my future? Daddy? I doubt it. There is so much unsaid yet understood. Daddy, drinking in the club with this army general or that government minister, am I the glorious prize? Or the price to be paid for another man's glory? The weather was improving, but Cat kept the stove burning. The air in the sitting room was suffocating. Even the iced water failed to refresh Finn. He counted down the minutes of the lesson while Cat ranted about the predictability of Jane's books. There is always the rotter, she said. That character who seems delightful, but will break at least one of the heroine's hearts. Then there is the Mr. Wright, who can't marry for one reason or other. Of course, we always need that one ridiculous person. The clown who doesn't know it. Really, that's not how I see Jane. She wrote about life as she saw it. I always admired her for that. Don't you think she's criticising those people who laugh at superficial differences? He asked, explaining himself by adding, I don't believe she means to make fun of her 
comical characters, only how circumstance can seem to belittle them. Cat snorted at his comments. Blaming circumstances is an excuse. They should seize their inner character and rise above other people's perceptions. Finn shook his head in disagreement. Those in power can make it very hard, if not impossible, for others to achieve their full potential, especially when it might threaten the existence of the status quo. Jane did try. She was a middle-class lady. There were expectations, but she tried to break away. Is that what you honestly think? Finn nodded. In a way, she was a feminist. A feminist? Cat lay her hand on his cheek, stroking it gently. Dear five six eight two one six, you are deluded if you believe that. All she writes about is finding the right marriage for her ladies, one which meets parental and society's approval. She removed her hand and flicked through the pages of the book while continuing her rejection of his belief. The heroine is not allowed to run off with the charmer. It's no wonder her books are on the approved list. The Ministry view her books as a moral code for our young female patriots. You might think that you have an independent streak, but in the end, life is all about who you marry. Look at Connie. Do you really think her father would have preferred her to marry Mellors over Clifford? Do you? Finn remained silent with images of his own marriage pushed to the fore of his thoughts. Your silence is telling. You believe in the status quo, that marriage is more than just a love match, don't you? Cat persisted. No, I believe love is the guiding light within marriage. But there are times when even love struggles. Connie and Clifford could never have a full marriage and Connie needed more. Finn attempted to push away the insidious thought that had burrowed into him, but even as he spoke the words, he realised it was right. He had become Clifford, impotent in every sense. They had married for love, but what could he offer her within the Albion ideal? Another time, another place, the union would have been celebrated. By leaving her, he worried she might be forced to change, become another patriot wife and mother. There were moments of doubt. Perhaps he shouldn't go. But his doubt was fleeting. He had to free her because he loved her. What happened afterwards would be her decision. Cat threw her head back, as bored with Lady Chatterley as she was as Jane Austen. Why am I even being educated at all? Education is im... Why? Why is it important? So I can discuss the same dreary books with the other society wives? Do you imagine my husband will be interested on my views about Darcy and Caroline Bingley? There's more to education than that. Or am I being given a glimpse of what I won't have? A route to dissatisfaction? No, why would you think that? Because my future is carved into stone, that's why. Will my husband care that I fantasise about meeting my own Oliver Mellors? That I pretend to be Connie, thrilled by my lover instead of that oaf? 
Chances are he won't even have read the book. Not suitable reading for our future officers. Finn listened to the frustration and resignation in her voice, but could not find it in himself to pity her. Instead, he sympathised for the poor man who had become her husband. It would be unlikely that she would bend to him. The teenager needed a man sufficiently docile to be trained and controlled, just as she controlled him. Kat shut the book with a loud clap. I've had enough, she said. So, what does your wife do all day, given there are no children, and she can hardly be accepted at Society Wives' coffee mornings now, can she? She's a nurse for a local surgery, mainly looking after the expectant mothers, he answered without thinking. Did she look after you when you were ill? She did, and I am here to tutor you as a result, said Finn, proud of his wife. Then I shall write her a note of thanks. I was worried about you. I enjoy our sessions, even if we do have to do Austin. But our little extras make the tedium worthwhile. Thank you for listening to this production of The Third Magpie. To support our work, please consider buying or gifting a digital copy of The Third Magpie from Amazon or post a review on Goodreads. Register at pageupbooks.co.uk to stay in touch with future projects. That's pageupbooks, P-G-U-P, like the key on your keyboard, P-G-U-P, books.co.uk. Thank you.